Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, this is the place, man. It most certainly is, my friend. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V-I-G! Long time listener here. Love Kevin, love Dean, love Allie, even Beer Mug. But seriously, guys, the Armenian comedian. No more Armenian comedian. You are way behind your mind. Come on, wake up. I ended up in a fight with a bear, and I had to think to myself, why am I even here? Wait a minute, you fought a bear? Big time. The trick on that, headbutt him in the penis, push him over a cliff. Oh, I bet that works with a lot of animals. Only the male ones. Learn that the hard way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we have Allison Bree here. Uh, <laughs> hi, Bean. <laughs> oh, we must have lost the connection. Oh. I think we're on the same page. That was just a little too definitive for not to hurt my feelings. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Monday morning, the 27th of August. What's up, kids? Chilling. Chilling like a villain? everybody's Mm -hmm. weekend? Good. Good. You? Did you, uh, did you Galaxy? Is that what I saw, Kevin? Yeah, Friday night. Is this the Galaxy uh, LAFC? Yeah. That's become quite the rivalry. Yes, it has. It's a lot harder Quickly. to get tickets than I rec- realized. Oh no! <laughs> and um, but it was in the uh, Galaxy. Home it was Stadium. a stub hub, yeah, yeah. So overwhelming crowd favorites. Yeah, it was. It was good fun. Ended in a tie, unfortunately, but it's good that's fun. That's what you. That's what you love about. That's what soccer. you want. You want that tie. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to love you, soccer. <laughs> you're making it so hard. Here's the thing, though. If you're not going to have a tie, then you mm-hmm. either have to keep playing another 20 minutes, which people are going to start getting injured, or you have to go to a shootout, which sucks. It's like the NBA taking a three-point contest to see who wins. You know, it's, But at least somebody wins. Yeah, I know, but it's just, hmm, I don't think there is an answer If you were yet. the commissioner of MLS, what would you do? You just stick with ties? I mean, for the... For the time being, yeah. When it gets into playoffs, they don't stick with ties. But for now, they do. You get a point. Oh, hear me out. Yes. Okay. Whoever does the most charitable work that week. Oh. You get a point. Just a week? Yeah. Well, it's for each individual week. So, oh, I like, see. one player would be like, oh, no, I fed the homeless. And another one's like, I painted old ladies' nails. Boom. You win. <laughs> right? And then the whole, like, the whole area wins. I think that would be kind of hard to quantify, though. And then you could just see people arguing out. I just out told on you, old ladies' nails beat homeless. Okay. Yeah. But what? I'm just saying. I think think that would be too I think that's a solid plan. Do you? Thank you. Absolutely. I haven't really gone through it as much as I would have liked to before I said it on air. It would totally work. Yeah. It's a great idea. Well, I had a weird thing happen to me. Um, I was on a plane over the weekend. Don't ask why or where. God, why are there so many questions? Um, Hmm? And um, this never happens, but you know how when you sit down and you see the other people getting on the plane, let's be honest, it's not just me, it's everybody. You're you're hoping or not hoping that person sits next to you, right? Sure. Mostly, please no, please no, please no, please no. Okay. Yeah. 
Mostly, uh, please don't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, the hottest woman on the plane. Oh, no. Sat next to me. Oh, no. The that hottest poor girl. woman on the plane. Oh, she must have been tortured. Maybe hottest woman in the airport. Oh, no. Sat next to me on the plane. Mm. And <laughs> did you know that planes were created in 1900? I don't know what and, the facts are, but. And she um, was playing it very cool. I mean, was she? Was she? Was she? she was into me, obviously, wow. but it, she was playing it so cool. And I was thinking, at what point is she going to make her move? You know what I mean? Because she's, you know, she's sitting next to me. At some point, she's going to want to, you know, casually start chatting and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. But she, uh, you know, pretended she wasn't looking. And she was just reading her, uh, you know, Kindle. And she had mm-hmm. her hoodie on. And sure. she was all bundled up. And she was turned away from me in the seat, which I thought was a very strong move to make it appear <laughs> as if she weren't mm. interested. And uh, then I thought when the when the little you know breakfast uh, came out when they brought out their little fruit and whatnot I thought well now's the time she'll put her book down and she'll casually start making cover oh food's pretty good right and then that's her in you know right what I mean? not a word I'm thinking man is she what a poker face right yeah. seriously just pre- like pretending she doesn't feel the sexual heat that's oh. happening here between <laughs> us I can't anymore <laughs> I mean we let you do this for a good two minutes you just lost us all yeah. right there <laughs> and. Um, then I thought, oh, man, I, I, I mean, the Kindle thing is a distraction so that we can't tell she's blind. Obviously, this woman is blind. She can't even see. What? Well, she must be because she's be- sitting right next to me. Oh, not a word. I see. So if so she can figured- see, then she would be able to know what an Adonis you are. Exactly. Okay, yes. Great. But she pl- I, gotta, I have to give her credit, man. She really played it so cool because when we got up to get off the plane not a word not a not a look back mm. not a wink not a didn't slide me a phone number i mean so she's definitely into me mm-hmm. now playing well, kind of hard on. to get hold on just a second um how do you know she's into you oh i am i am ex i am world class at reading women you know that sure <laughs> i'm yeah. excellent i can i kind of a mind reader sure. when it comes right. to the opposite sex mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I give her I give her credit for the way she played it because you know what she did? She left. She didn't come on too strong. She left this audience member wanting more. So now, however, I don't know what her plan is, how she plans to get back in touch again. Can but I have when she, less? Huh? I said, can I have less? <laughs> when she does, though, I think it's going to be a beautiful. When she does what? Get back in touch with somebody who she touch. doesn't know who it was? Well, yeah, I mean, she's obviously, she's, you know, she committed me to memory somehow, and she's going to do the research, and she's going right. to track me down now, and then she's going to say, I had you, thought, mm. thought I didn't notice, thought I wasn't interested. Yeah. Boom. Is anybody buying this polished turd? No. I'm just saying, I felt like that's what happened. <laughs> right. <laughs> I felt like that's what happened. Well, I'm sure you do. All right, now, I'm not even kidding here when I say I don't think we have time for the thing because look it's already five. Uh, we don't have time for the thing this time finally well you went on way too long with that nonsense yeah. well I was just I was trying to fill you in on my weekend right all right I'll save the thing for tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> all right let's talk about today's Kevin and Beecher, shall we and just so you know before we get started I hate Kevin all right hmm. uh, I didn't see this I don't know anything about it but apparently Dave the King of Mexico watched highlights of a f- Logan Paul fight that was... <laughs> Not highlights, oh, yeah. Kevin. A live stream of a sold-out Manchester arena between some British YouTubers and some American YouTubers. And Dave watched this. 
along with two million other people. What? Yes. Did you say two million? Yes. 800,000 of them paid 10 bucks to watch it on YouTube. Holy crap. Yeah, it's a thing, and it's concerning, and Dave has to be put down, I think. Is that what we're coming? Is that our realization? Well, let's give him a chance to defend himself. I mean, you know how you always say, are there any other options? Right. This is one of those cases. I mean, he's going to have to convince us that there was no TV, there were no movies, there were no books. He wasn't allowed to go outside. Like, this was the only option. Somebody strapped him down and forced him to watch it and put blinders on, and he couldn't avoid it. Otherwise, a trank dart? Otherwise, I'm saying beyond that. I'm saying a real dart. Okay. So we'll talk to him about that. Why would any... I mean, look, if it's a fight to the death, maybe I'm interested in seeing Logan Paul in a boxing ring. Because you want to see him die. Yeah, but yeah. otherwise, mm-hmm. what the hell? What the hell indeed. Uh, you never you never made it to day one of your job. You were hired, mm-hmm. but you never started working. We're going to talk to you a little bit later on this morning if that Kevin is... Kevin Klein. You. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Klein. In the afternoon. Hmm? I can't. Sorry, hear. I just got a little, little something in my throat. And apparently, we uh, we owe the cast of Friends an apology. Oh no! I'm reserving Why judgment. Why so on soon? <laughs> We're being told. <laughs> We're being told uh, by Omar, and Dave, the King of Mexico, who went back through the tape. Yeah, you said they were just awful when they were in here. Certain members of the cast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Apparently, you were awful? Well, the B team, they wanted to investigate that and see if we remembered it accurately, and they've come to a different conclusion. Oh, no. Their conclusion conclusion is 100% it was us. (gasps) That we're the dicks. Oh, no. That's their conclusion. Each time? Yes. Oh, (laughs) I am eager to hear what they've come up with. That's going to (laughs) suck. And also, great news this morning. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It's time for a first look at what's happening. Good morning, Allie. Good morning, you guys. Well, Crazy Rich Asians topped the box office for the second weekend in a row with 25 million more bucks added. But what's interesting is it registered a drop of just 6%. Wow. Which is pretty much unheard of. Um, unheard I looked of. up a statistic. 68 movies have dropped 8% or less in their second wide release weekend. That's total of every wow. movie everywhere ever since time. Only 68 movies and it dropped 6%. That's, That's crazy. Unreal. Yeah. And it brought in 10.3 million in its second Saturday. That's the same amount it made last weekend. Unbelievable. That's crazy. Yeah. Do we have a uh, Titanic situation here where this is not just all new people because of great word of mouth? This is maybe some people ultra supporting it by going back again? Maybe going back again, or maybe going back again because it was so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could be part of it, too. Yeah. Hmm. A lot of times that takes longer than a, a week, though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, you would think over time you'd really notice those That's numbers. But super impressive. Yeah, very impressive. Um, the Meg, $13 million coming in at number two. By the way, uh, worldwide haul for mm-hmm. that movie? $408.6 million. <laughs> wow. What? How was it, Kevin? Didn't see it. Really? This is, Tried this again for a second. For you. I know. I tried again for a second weekend to get someone to go with me. The answer was no. Oh, Kevin. It might have as well have been called The Meg for Kevin Ryder. That's true. I'll see it. Don't worry. Hi. Right. Of course you will. I'm good. And then uh, Happy Time Murders. 
not so great of an opening. Mm. Some would say it bombed with a nine to ten million dollar opener. Oof. Melissa McCarthy has had some tough box offices in some recent movies. Yeah. yeah. I still think of her as a superstar. Absolutely. But her movies have, uh, some of them have not delivered. Yeah, this one didn't so much. Like, let's say you were looking forward to seeing it for well over a year. Right. Mm-hmm. You were. The trailer was spectacular. Yeah. You yeah. you were. If you were that person, mm-hmm. you were real bummed. Mm. That's a great trailer. Yeah. Right. Great trailer. Real good trailer. Just watch the trailer. It's false advertising. For a while. Like for an hour. And then you saw it. Good stuff. <laughs> Coming in at number four, Mission Impossible Fallout making eight million and rounding out the top five, Christopher Robin making another six point three million. Good stuff right there. You guys, this Aretha um, Franklin funeral mm-hmm. shaping up to be quite the quite the who's who, I'll if bet. you will. Quite a concert. Yeah, this is this is a private funeral, this one. Um, but this is going to feature Bill Clinton, Smokey Robinson, Jesse Jackson, Cicely Tyson, Clive Davis. Those will wow. all be speakers at the funeral. As for performers, can I interest you in Stevie Wonder, Jennifer yeah. Hudson, Faith Hill, Fantasia, Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Yolanda Adams. I mean, we listed three of those people with who could do a great tribute. Remember, Pete? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's well, crazy. We were talking about the uh, the MTV one, right? Yeah. Um, I'm certain this will be broadcast, right? You well, said it's a private... Uh, the, time, yeah, this is the private one. Right? Do you think? I, I looked it up. So. I couldn't find anything saying it was going to be streamed or anything, but... I want it to be. I wouldn't <laughs> hate it if it was. But you should just tell people that, Bean, and you want it to be. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. That'll work. Man, I uh, I tweeted about this, but I do want to mention uh, in Bean's Book Club that I did read um, the <laughs> I did read <laughs> the wonderful biography that just came out about three years ago on Aretha Franklin. It's called Respect by David Ritz, mm-hmm. who has uh, written books with everybody from Marvin Gaye to Smokey Robinson. I mean, he is the guy to go to for these books, and uh, it is incredible how much I learned about Aretha Franklin. Even as a lifelong fan, there were so many things I didn't know about how tortured she was how many real problems she had in her life. But also on the flip side of that, what an unbelievably musician she was. Her singing was so astounding that we lose track of the fact that she was an incredible producer, an incredible arranger, an incredible piano player, a great musician, great instincts. I mean, she really was, like we said when we heard she died, she was irreplaceable and one of a kind. But if you're like me and uh, Allie and you love Aretha so much, Mm -hmm. I very much recommend this book. Again, it's called Respect. It's by author David Ritz. Is it spelled (laughs) R-E-S-P-I-C-T? No, that's just Reverend Al. Spell it the regular way and you'll find oh, it. Goodness. Um, by the way, I just pulled this up because I thought this was such an interesting story. That a motorcade of 100 pink Cadillacs will be coming to Aretha Franklin's homecoming celebration. And then at the end, it says WXYZ in Detroit will stream the celebration on air and online. Okay. So it must be. Hmm. They just haven't said who's going to be doing it, you know, on a bigger scale. Right, right, right. All right, I'm in. Because she had a song called Pink Cadillac, you mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. following. Song. Yeah. Okay. We're going riding on a freeway of love. We are. Yeah. Remember? Kevin? I do remember. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> we were talking off the air about her piano playing. And if if you guys haven't seen her just sit at a piano... And just slay. I think that. I don't think I've ever seen her play the piano. It's what, to me, it's what she probably could have been known for if that voice didn't come out of her body. But 
she's just, she's, she was a stunning, stunning talent. All right, some birthdays for you. Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens, happy birthday to you. Tony Canal, of course, bassist for No Doubt. Sarah Chalk, we know her from Roseanne, Scrubs, Rick and Morty, and Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. And sometimes hangs out in an RV. Occasionally. Watches his friend poop in a bucket. (laughs) That might make no sense if you didn't see that video, and I apologize. And that's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Is it a fireable offense? Yes. That Dave watched the Logan Paul boxing (laughs) fight. I believe so, yes. Yeah, it should be. It should be fireable, right? Hold up. Because I feel like there should be some sort of, isn't there some sort of a, what do they they call them, the uh, morals clauses or something like that? Like Mm -hmm. you can't embarrass uh, the show, you can't embarrass the company. Right. Dave. I'm not positive that there's any way to embarrass the show, though. (laughs) (laughs) Even this. That's true. What? Listen, tell, be, pe- tell be, people what the event was, first of all. The event was KSI versus Logan Paul boxing match. It was two YouTubers fighting in a ring. Now, before we get into this, let me just say that whatever you guys are going to tell me, I feel it already. I felt <laughs> well, so you should. You should have felt it before you turned it on. It, it's like... It's like when you ever farted in a room and everybody smells it and knows it's you and you're just like, oh, there's no hiding that. <laughs> that's that's what it was. Mm. Uh, that's why, you All know. Right, I, let, me, let me back up a second. Yeah, okay. What about this fight before it happened made you think, I need to see it? To be honest, I heard about it last week. Right. And I saw some highlights and, you know, Logan Paul is just, you want to you want to punch him. So why not look at someone punch him? And so it was a hate watch. Kind of. By the way, I would have a respect for you if you had punched Logan Paul. If you had <laughs> fought Logan Paul, I would be 100% in your corner. <laughs> Listen, but after, after watching somebody him, else do it. Now, yeah. d- the important question here is, did you pay for it? God, no. And that was part of oh, the fun. Oh, please, take no, it easy. No, no. That was part of the fun. <laughs> you would have. Where is, I was that guy who was jumping from stream to stream. Because it was, Kevin, first of all. From stream to stream. Yes. I was on Twitter just jumping around being like, all right, who has it next? I'm not paying for it. I just heard about it. It was at 11 a.m. Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. I had nothing better to do. I was like, eh, I'll just hop on my phone and watch it. I watched it on my phone. You had nothing better to do, Dave. Wow. You need better options. Guys, this is laundry. Anything. Right. Laundry was done. I, I, do it again. <laughs> do it again. Yeah, we were playing. Right. Like, this was shame. Like, I it just should ugh. be shame. I needed a shower after watching you this. You should. <laughs> um, <sighs> let's uh, back up another step here because yes. we're talking about Logan Paul, who's a name that has come up on this program before, but never in a good way. This is the guy who made that hideous video in the Japanese suicide forest, right? Yes. yes Where he was right. making fun of the fact that there was a guy who had committed suicide. Is he also the guy that we spotlighted who was destroying the the peace of the neighborhood in yeah, Southern Japan. California? Oh, was, yeah, yeah. Or, or no, was also, that his dumb brother? Also, uh, oh, no, oh, that was his dumb brother. Yeah, was but his this brother. guy was in Japan making fun of all the, the Japanese people with, like, the Pokemon stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah he, but, oh, God. He, the, the, but the his brother, family. Jake, though, was the one who, remember, the neighbors just hated him yes. because he kept giving mm-hmm. out his address and people were coming by and he was just a total dick when the news people came by. So both of these guys are horrible, horrible people. And they both fought this weekend. What? They both fought. Yes, he was the undercard. Oh, he should have fought why, each why other. Why do I know this? Why, why do you know this? Why are you at all? This is the, the, the crux of the question that I have for you, Dave, is why are you at all interested in anything these two idiots do? 
Listen, I this just... is ten steps beyond the Kardashians because at least the Kardashians are hot. There's nothing <laughs> well. in it to watch these losers. Well, one, I like to stay current, so I just like to keep up on oh, things that are going beans, on. Words right against yeah. us. Mm. Nice. And, and then two, why not want to see these brothers get punched in the face? And that was the draw for me. Honestly, that was the draw. But even it, after, I felt it sold fifteen thousand tickets. Yes, at the Manchester Arena. Yes, fifteen thousand tickets were sold. And wow. it's, uh, I heard twenty one thousand. Oh, by the you way, did. Okay. Capacity that it was sold that, out. That's that's how many people I think were there, Bean. But it sold fifteen thousand. That's crazy. Eight hundred and sixty thousand people paid for this on YouTube, and well, that was what, if 10 you bucks? think about it for ten bucks. Eight hundred and sixty thousand. When these guys have almost twenty million per. Each guy has yeah. twenty million okay. YouTube Followers, subscribers. Yeah. All right. That ain't that good. Okay, it's because. People don't want to pay for it. Mm-hmm. So Twitch, another streaming site, those feeds kept going up, just like how I watched it on Twitter and mm-hmm. it kept getting taken down. Oh, I see. Okay. Twitch had 1.2 million people watching their streams. Mm-hmm. By the way, how, how have they not been able to shut that down? Because I remember when the when the Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight oh, yeah. happened, there were millions of people watching it on Twitch. Oh, yeah. yeah. How, and, how is that legal? I mean, I know it's, it's not, not, but it's how are not. they not able to shut that down? I have no idea. That's but, weird. How good a fight was it, Dave? It was a terrible fight. Really? Okay, huh? well, at least yeah. there's that. Listen, okay. at least Logan Paul <laughs> kind of knew how to box. Okay. But then after the second round, he was gassed. Mm-hmm. So the other guy came in, a KSI, and was just throwing wild punches and kind of kind of just hitting him in the face, made him bleed. That was good, right? Okay. Yeah, but Kevin, Michael Buffer was there doing the announcing. And a third judge has it, 57-57. It is a majority draw. At least it was a satisfying draw. Yes, it was a draw. (laughs) What was Michael Buffer doing? Getting paid. Dave, (sighs) did you know about... Did they pay you, Dave? No. You're an (laughs) idiot. I didn't pay them, so... So Logan... uh, Yeah, but you gave them your dignity. But Logan (laughs) and Jake, they were fighting brothers also, right? Yeah, they were fighting... Two were brothers, and they're YouTube, popular YouTubers in Britain. Yeah, Deji was the undercard. He's the one who fought Jake Paul, mm-hmm. and then Logan fought KSI. Mm-hmm. And do we hate them as well? After this, after hearing like like seeing the press conferences, yeah, I hate them both. You watched the press conferences too? I was just, oh I was just watching it right now. What I was just watching hell? it right now because I was looking for uh, audio. I've made my decision. You're fired. <laughs> Now, um, I would like to go a step further than that, Kevin, and oh, say... I want you in a grave. I mean, <laughs> come on. Agree. But guys, <laughs> Chloe Bennett was there, too. Why was Chloe Bennett from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. there? Because she's dating Logan Paul. Why do I know that? <laughs> Why? What? Why? Her, Why is Chloe Bennett put down also? Him. I don't know. Ask her. What? And then they went to Paris after, and now they're in Paris having fun. Why do I know all this stuff? Allie, you have been uh, suspiciously quiet, and I know it's because you're seething right now. I, I, there's no way for me to care about this any effing less. <laughs> but don't you it, care about how far Dave's no, standards it, have fallen? No, it legitimately makes me sick, <laughs> and I hate it, and I want him in a grave. I hate hey, myself, we can all agree on and that. I'm going <laughs> to jump in the grave. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Time for great news. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's 
start with a uh, story about firefighters. You guys know where American Samoa is? Sure. Mm-hmm. Go to Hawaii, hang a left. It's about mm-hmm. 5,000 miles from here. Yeah, it's uh, way in the middle of uh, nowhere if you look at a globe. It's an um, unincorporated territory of the United States. Like Puerto Rico. Yeah, so there's a group of 17 guys who comes to North America. They make a 5,000-mile trip one way every year, every summer, to help fight fires. And they're an amazing group of guys. Firefighters from all around. What? I'm sorry, excuse me. So in other words, they're in American Samoa where they don't have fires. Yes. So what they do is they fly to California, Washington, Oregon, places like that that do. Yes. And help. Oh, that's very cool. Right? Firefighters from all around the world are on the front lines in Northern California, but one unique crew traveled nearly 5,000 miles to Shasta County to use a very different kind of tool to help. I'd like you to uh, just listen to this guy try to mention the the, uh, other reporter's name. Reporter Miera Villarreal shows us how. Mm. That's her name. It is. She's, okay. She's very popular. He said it right. CBS reporter. That is actually her name, and that is actually how it's pronounced. I know it sounds like it's Maria, but it's not. It's Maria. These are the all-too-common sounds. Familiar to anyone caught up in one of nature's most powerful acts of destruction. Far more unusual is what takes their place when they finally subside. A choir of strong, steady voices echoing through the cathedral of a burnt-out forest. A sound rarely, if ever, heard anywhere in the Northern Hemisphere. Everyone always asks, where is American Samoa? And we're like, it's just a little dot on the equator. Meet the National Park Service's Samoa 61 fire crew. 17 guys from that little dot on the equator. We're here for a purpose, you know, we want to help. Anthony Wojberski is one of the team's vets. For the past five summers, he's made the almost 5,000-mile journey north, along with a group he calls his brothers. We try and bring back our culture, our Samoa. We try and stay positive. What a lot of people tell us is that they've never seen a fire team so positive. That positivity comes through music. The team can earn almost half a year's salary during a month on the fire lines. But with all this grueling, backbreaking work, it's not the main reason they do it. They feel like they're helping America. Nate Gonya coordinates the movements of federal fire crews like the Samoans. They feel like they're part of this country right now. And these guys have so much energy that people just want to be part of it. You guys are happy all the time. All the time. Yeah. How can you be happy doing some of this? I don't know. It's just the way we're raised back home. They sing at dinner. They sing in the morning. They sing when they're walking. That's so annoying for the other firefighters. (laughs) My God. The the other firefighters are like, shut up. Seriously, <laughs> the Samoans are the the big the real big guys. Too, yes, right, big guys. Yeah, yeah. And that's well, my that's... great news. It's a good story. I like it. Hey, uh, St. Paul, Minnesota is where I'm taking you guys. Uh, Kwame Anderson and Jason Gable are Coors delivery drivers. They're all driving right. beer around to places all over in Minnesota, and they see a guy hanging on to the outside of a fence on an interstate overpass. They pull over, they jump out of the truck. And uh, Kwame says, hey, what are you doing, man? If you're thinking of jumping, you don't have to jump. The man told Anderson, you don't know me. You don't care. Why are you trying to save me? He said, if I didn't care, I wouldn't be here right now. And by the way, I've often wondered if I ever got into this situation where I saw a guy, God forbid, standing over a freeway overpass ready to, to jump, if I would have the 
the skills to help in that situation. I assume I, that you would want to and you would try. try. I right. feel like I would try right. for sure if you saw a guy like that. I wouldn't just keep driving on. Uh, the Corps' uh, delivery man realized the man was suicidal. They called 911, but they knew they had to keep the conversation going until the police arrived. He said, I thought about Denzel Washington when he's acting as a cop in the movie. I said, well, i got to keep this guy entertained somehow because if I wait for the police, this thing may be over. So they spoke for an hour. Even after the police arrived, the two found out they had similar upbringings. The man had a house nearby. They could relate to each other's problems. Then Anderson, the Corps' driver, said, if you come down from there... You want to go get a drink with me, and we'll talk about what's going on. He then ran to the truck, grabbed a case of cold beer, there opened you go. it, and said, "There it is. I got a pack of cold of Cora's Light for you. Follow me." <laughs> and the guy who was getting ready to end his life said, "Oh, free beer, <laughs> cold beer on a hot day." Uh, the man inched across the bridge to safety, but and this is the only downer in the story. Did not get the drink because paramedics jumped him and took him to the hospital what? for evaluation. Give the man a beer. At least wait two minutes and let the guy have his cold brew, right? Right. One more uh, tidbit on this story that I find so fascinating. Gable, the second Coors driver, said, I don't know why this happened, but I always take a left and go for the bridge. But we and we usually excuse me, I take it back. I took a left and went toward the bridge. But usually we go straight. We have a route that we do every single Wednesday. That's not the way I've ever gone before. It was not part of the plan. Wow. Hmm. It must have been God's plan. So it was an accident that these guys were even driving by this dude on the bridge. Or was it? Well, I think it was. I okay. think it was a All surprise, right. yeah. But uh, what a wonderful story that he talked him down with cold beer. But then it was a uh, joke. Well, hey, I remember they... that cold beer thing? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I hope they figured out a way to <laughs> let the guy that. get his beer. But that's my great news. All right. Mine is about a young lady, a 12-year-old named Aspen Kelly. She was diagnosed with leukemia late last year. And unfortunately, because of having leukemia and getting her chemotherapy, she's unable to travel, can't do anything, so spent her summer getting chemo. So she decided ahead of her 13th birthday, which is on September 1st, she was going to ask Facebook friends, hey, if you're going on vacation anywhere, will you drop me a postcard? Just let me know where you're at. I can maybe live vicariously through you. That's awesome. Well, turns out a lot of people saw that because it went viral. And she said, I thought it would just be a bunch of my mom's reader and author friends. Boring, right? (laughs) (laughs) Turns out she gets more than 200 postcards and gifts per day. Per day. Per day. So everything from, you know, people traveling to Greece, like this one man um, who wrote, Aspen, I hope this arrives in time for your happy 13th birthday. Love you, Tom Hanks. Wait, what? What? Yes. A guy named Tom Hanks wrote to her? It was indeed Tom Hanks because he sent the postcard from Greece and then included a little, he pasted a little picture of himself on the front just so she'd know, (laughs) like, it's indeed me. How great is that? Like, the dude just couldn't be more lovely anyway. But she said she's been opening some of the gifts in anticipation of her birthday on September 4th, but she's September 1st. She's reading all the postcards on her birthday. So she's saving those all for her birthday. She's going to be very busy because there are hundreds upon hundreds of them, which is just lovely. 
I agree. to do for a lovely young girl, 12 years old, going through chemo. Well, is there an address uh, listed somewhere where we can send is. postcards? Um, it's in Watonga, Oklahoma, and we will post that. We'll post the article as well. Great. So her birthday is coming up on Saturday, so there's time to send her a postcard. I mean, you're not Tom Hanks, so <laughs> it won't be as cool, but still, that's my great news. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I was at a uh, newsstand over the weekend at the airport, and I had this conversation with the woman who was standing there looking at the magazines because Jennifer Aniston is on the cover of one of the big magazines like Vogue or InStyle or one of them. And I says to her, I says... Why is Jennifer Aniston still so famous? Why she's usually when you see somebody on the cover of a major magazine, it's because they have something to promote. They have a movie out or something like that. Yeah. Why? What's the fascination with the Friends cast? The show's been off the air for eighty-five years, but doesn't it seem like people are still obsessed with Friends and whether there's going to be a Friends reunion? Uh, yes, and yes, I and love she, Friends, and she's on. Every magazine available, always. Yes. All the time, yeah. Friends went off the air, like I said, a million years ago. And I say good riddance because they were dicks. Those those Friends guys were dicks. Why? That's how I remember it anyway. Why do you guys say that? Well, because all the years that we were on in the 90s, yeah. that's when Friends was on. Uh-huh. And for the most part, we didn't talk to any of them. Okay. For the most part. So just because they don't come on your show, they're dicks? <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, yes. What? We, of we course. Actually, we actually liked the show at the time, and we were trying to have them on to promote the show. Not that they needed our help, but I think we were a little bit offended that not one of them would ever come on because we put in a lot of requests. And then slowly but surely, as time went on, we did start to, I think we ended up with three of them. And by the way, Kevin, let's not forget that we Jennifer Aniston was our co-star in Kevin and Bean's Rockstar. <laughs> <laughs> and she could not have been lovely, could not right. have been more delightful. Man. But but that wasn't on the radio. But, not, even, the, not even Schwimmer would come on? Not even Schwimmer. No. Schwimmer! No. And the friends that we did have on, my memory, is that they were dicks. Well, hmm. Matthew Perry for sure. Really? Yeah. How do you remember this one, Bean? Because we talked I remember to- Matthew Perry as being a dick, and I remember us just doing nothing but mocking him after that call happened. And I guess this is something that you had heard us talk about before, Omar, so you decided to revisit it, revisit those uh, interviews with the Friends cast on your B-Team podcast. Absolutely. It's on uh, episode either uh, 46 or 47. Uh, we got an Afro call requesting, hey, Kevin Bean from time to time, say that the people from the Friends cast were dicks, and they <laughs> wanted to, us to revisit some uh, of uh, the interviews. Okay. So I pulled um, a Matthew Perry, a couple of clips from the Matthew Perry interview. He was on to promote The Odd Couple. 
Okay. And uh, then we had uh, Lisa Kudrow, who um, was starring in The Comeback. Okay. Right. So I pulled a, clip, a couple of clips from that. So first up, we have uh, Matthew Perry. And uh, this, I just, I just want you to hear the tone of how he says hello. And you guys could judge for yourself. See if he's in a good mood, bad mood. Uh, this is a really short clip. Welcome to the Kevin Bean Show, sir. Hi, guys. How are you? Very good. Thank you. All right. Seems like he's in a good mood okay. there. Mm-hmm. Right? Fine, yeah. Seems fine. So the Kings were in the playoff. You guys launch into about three or four minutes of just hockey talk. Which we should have. Okay, so you because guys are talking he's a hockey. Huge Kings fan, if I recall, right? Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And he was playing along, and you know, he was talking about how huge of a Kings fan he is. This next clip is a little bit longer, and these clips are a little longer because I want you to sense the tone and how he's feeling. You know okay. what I mean? Uh, <laughs> Why do I feel very, like I'm being that's, set that's up? That's very important <laughs> no, because okay. you know, I mean, you're gonna either sense he's a dick or 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 not. Okay, so this is after about three to four minutes of hockey talk. You guys ask him how long. He's been a hockey fan. I was, I was always a Kings fan. My dad lived in Los Angeles my whole life, so I was always oh. a Kings fan from the time I was a little kid. Even when I lived in Montreal, when I was like five years old, I would go to the Kings games and be the only person screaming when they scored a goal. Oh my God, did you get your ass kicked? Then back then they rarely scored goals against the Canadians because oh, the right. Canadians were the team. So like Guy Carbono days. But I've been a Kings fan since the Butch Goring days. I mean, I've, I've been a Kings fan forever. And how to segue into the Odd Couple, I have no idea. But I'll just say that the Odd Couple is hilarious. <laughs> well, all right. Okay. All right. So okay. far. So far, so good. He's the tote, by the way. The <laughs> Seems very positive. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Very excited to talk. And and he has to do his own segue into right. the odd couple because you guys are all he probably feels like he's on a sports show. Sure. And he did it in a very clever and smart way. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, so far, I'm, so good. I, right. I am team Matthew Perry at this Sounds point. Sounds so charming. And let's not forget that we're on a time crunch because these are these eight minute interviews. Oh, okay. So this is one if of those. you're spending three to four minutes on hockey Which is the right thing to do. Yeah. Then he wants to get into the odd of, couple. Of course. Okay. okay. Uh so the interview continues. And and do you love being able to show up and just be a slob and not have to shave and pretty much just wear whatever you slept in last night, Matthew? It's really fun. I spend very little time in hair and makeup. Nice. And uh, I just sort of, it's a very laid back performance, much different than I've ever done before, much different than Chandler. And it's been really fun to play him. Tell me about starting, getting a new TV show on the schedule and getting fans uh, is a difficult process for even good shows. Uh, did you go into this with higher hopes? Did you think, yeah, this is going to nail it? Or you had no idea? Well, we wow. had the title and we had me in it, so we were hopeful that uh, it would get picked up. And it was a good script. I, I say so having written the script, so I'm just bragging now. All right. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, we, we had a lot of power behind the show before it started, so we had high hopes that it would make the air. All right, first of all, poorly asked question by yeah, me. Yeah, well, I, mean, I didn't yeah. understand that. I didn't understand it. <laughs> I honestly say did it. not understand it. Yeah. Um, he... what, where was, what part? You didn't pull the part where he was a dick. Listen, that was the part. Listen. That is the part we remember is when yeah, he yeah. said, why is it good? And he said, because I'm in it. Mm-hmm. Right. But now but, that I listen back to it here, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> sounds like he was just joking around. He yeah. was just joking around. Is it yeah. possible we've been wrong this whole time? <laughs> listen, at least, <laughs> is that, 
<laughs> on the B team, I always say, you know, Dave and I were working on other things here, so we always kind of like are always half pay, halfway paying attention. Uh-huh. So whatever you guys say, we take it as words. Yeah. Yeah. So, all the, <laughs> yeah. so all this time, I was just like, oh, the friends people, they're dicks. Yeah, he's he's delightful. He seemed delightful. <laughs> he seemed uh, like a lot of fun. Absolutely. <laughs> it was even completely, it was even, uh, I mean, when he said, uh, I'm just bragging now, yeah. I mean, that was just him making fun of himself for because he knew how it could be pers- yeah, yeah. It was completely yeah. self-deprecating man he was I great love matthew perry <laughs> wow well, so okay. we owe them an apology well we have one more clip yeah the okay. lisa kudrow interview okay <laughs> okay i'd okay. come back which was a show i liked very very it's much so wonderful i'm right. sure i was excited to talk to miss kudrow you were excited. you were and it was one of these things re- being refreshed my memory it was on for one season and then it got canceled right and then, uh, like, about... Oh, no, it was on for more than one. Yeah, okay, I think it was so, on for three or four yeah. seasons. And then it but... got canceled, then it came back, like, nine years later or a couple years later. No, none of that I don't happened. remember any of that happening either, No, though. it was no, a show on about her comeback. It, no, no, play the tape. It's on the tape, so just play the tape. Okay. Hi, Lisa, welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show. Hi, thanks for having me. So it weird, is... weird, weird situation where I hadn't even remembered that the comeback was on. Mm-hmm. Because, what, was 2005? Yeah. That's when it was on. And then canceled. Correct. It was canceled in 2005. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, and now you have a question? And now it's it's a weird... <laughs> don't you think that's a weird schedule? <laughs> yeah. What, the once every nine years schedule? Yeah. I mean, it seems how it's going to be tough to keep an audience. <laughs> no? Well, yeah. Okay. But, you know, we would have actually done another season back then. We would have. Hmm. So why would oh. you automatically insult the guest telling her, hey, your show is canceled? I think he was trying to make it seem like, uh, why wait so long? But obviously was that wasn't her choice. Trying to... that, but okay. I failed that way, though. Yeah. 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 So she, she was I... pretty cool. I think, I think we've learned that Kevin is the dick in both cases. <laughs> was I in both cases? I think so. I was going to say, because I've interviewed Lisa Kudrow, and she couldn't be more lovely, more accommodating. Just a, a wonderful human being. Yeah, and the, the comeback is one of the best shows ever. Yeah, the yes. interview goes on, and Bean is able to kind of like smooth things over. Okay. Oh, and, man. uh uh, Kevin, throughout the entire interview, is uh, oddly quiet the rest of the interview. <laughs> <laughs> so do I owe the Friends cast a, an apology? I, I think you have yes. to uh, you have, you owe them an ap- apology. Apologize. Uh, okay, I, I'm s- sorry. Okay. That's shocking. <laughs> we can, get, we can <laughs> do better than time, that, Kevin. We can do better time, than that. I thought they were dicks. Total dicks. Oh, no. By the way, same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, I was here for that Matthew Perry interview. Yeah. And I I was on board with him being a dick. Okay. You're very persuasive, Kevin. Wow. <laughs> you're, like, you're like a cult leader. You are. We believe anything that comes out of your mouth for some reason. I'm the problem. Yes. Oh, no. Kevin's a dick, dick, dick. Kevin's a dick, dick, dick. Finally. Kevin's a dick. How's it feel, Kevin? Pretty bad. You're a dick, dick, dick. You're a big giant dick, dick, dick. All right. Right. That's my bad. That one's on me. 
That needs to be my ringtone, am I right? <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. The uh, farting security guard is back in the news, you guys. Remember Paul Flart? We were talking about him last week. Sure. Mm-hmm. He was on the Kevin and Bean Internet Roundup. He was a guy who on Instagram was working as a security guard at a Florida hospital. Wait, it was in Florida? What are the chances? A hundred percent. And he discovered that there was good acoustics around the lobby in the front desk. So once he heard that, he said, oh, I need to start uh, recording these. These are too good to waste. What are these, Bean? Uh, farts. His yes. Farts. Yes. Uh, here's a little bit of what that video sounded like that put him on the roundup last week. Okay. I think we all know what farts are. So it's like three minutes of him sitting down two seconds at a time to make a fart and go about his business. And it won't surprise (laughs) We got it. Understand. It won't surprise you that once that video went viral and people were able to see the name on his uniform of the security company that he worked for, it Mm. was pretty easy to track him down at the hospital where he worked. So he got fired. Right? You sound very disappointed, Allie. Well, when I did this story last week, it really bummed me out that this man is bringing joy. He's just (laughs) farting. That's it. He even switched up his diet. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. Like, he had a a real, dare I say, dry spell. And (laughs) and so decided to do some research, found out what foods he had to eat to keep the farting back up. Right. And he changed his diet. He's like he's like an athlete. That's dedication. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Uh, I'm not positive is, he's an athlete. He is a big proponent of flaxseed. That's what uh-huh. he's sharing with his followers. His flaxseed is the way to go. So him. he not only got fired, but he uh, continued to entertain the world by recording him getting fired. When he showed up for work after this thing had gone viral, they were waiting for him in the parking lot. His real name is Doug, by the way. He moved down to Florida from New Jersey to help his mom out and then took this job as a security guard. So here's Paul Flart, a.k.a. Doug. Here he is finding out, and he wasn't surprised at all that he was losing the job. So we're going live. About to get fired from my job, probably. Let's find out. What's going on? Not much. Listen, we need to talk, man. Yeah. There's a bunch of pissed off people here. Okay. Okay. What are you doing with your phone? I'm recording, sir. Why are you recording? Take it off. No, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. You're not going to record me wearing that uniform. I'm not recording you, sir. I'm recording me, sir. Okay, you can. Okay, so he was recording himself. All okay. you could see is him. All right. Mm-hmm. Couldn't see anyone else or the place or anything. Else. Turn it off. Okay. Well, so you're firing me anyway, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, so I'm going to keep... But you need to turn it off. I don't... If you're going to fire me, I'm done. Okay. So I can and... just walk out of here right now, and then if that's it... Okay. I mean, if you guys are going to fire me, like, okay. what's... Well, you do realize that you're on a client's property... Yeah. Wearing our uniform. 100%. I'm not going to argue the facts okay. of All you right. getting, yeah. you know. That's that's what thing. Now, yeah. again, it's come to our attention that you've recorded yourself 
in our uniform yeah. on the client's property. Never showing any logos or anything, okay. though. You can, I'm not going to argue okay. with that. That's, That's fine. an attorney. That's fine. Um, hey, here's you your, your, your write-up. Uh, first of all, Paul Flart needs Allie as his attorney because he is not – forget uh, fighting for your job. He understands mm-hmm. why he's being fired. He should at least be pointing out the joy that he's bringing to the world. Thank you. He I didn't mean, bring he, that up. Yeah, he's not even saying, what about the millions of people that I made happy? Do you ever think about that? Right. Why do you care more about your stupid company than you do about the, right. the happiness of the world? What about my training that right? went into this? <laughs> right. right. I'm an athlete. Thank you. Here's your, your write-up. Okay. You can read it. If you dis- if you want to dispute it, there's plenty of room down here, or on the back side that I left for you. Okay. Okay. So if you want to dispute it, that's fine. Um, I have asked you to stop reporting. You're refusing. Um, so what I need you to do is go ahead and read that. Okay. So I'll just you see this real quick. Can I not see this? No. Okay. And then usually high amount of time. Okay. I think 75 times would account as three a second video. So. It doesn't matter. Okay. 75 times using something that you knew that you shouldn't be using. Okay. He was using his b-hole. Thank you. <laughs> You're supposed to use your b-hole. Agreed. Right? right? So, I mean, that's fine. All right. Do you wish to sign? No. Okay. I mean, it's it's irrelevant, you know, at this point. For sure. Okay. Good luck. That's it. Yep. We're all done here? Yep. That's it. We lost the job, guys. That's um, it. I need the badges, please. Uh, Yeah, sure. You can have this. I'll drop the shirts off to George. Uh, stop recording while you're on this property. Uh, I'll if leave. I'm just going to leave the property. That's fine. That's fine. So but stop recording now. Okay. While you're off the property. Um, you're off the property. All right. So that's it, guys. You are on private property. That's it. We're done. Paul Flart will continue in the future. Dude. Please stay tuned. Thanks, guys. I'm asking. Appreciate all of you. We're done, brother. Why okay. Is that guy. He's so uptight about the about the recording. Here's the thing. I feel let down. Let down. By Doug. Why? How did he not let one rip that whole time? That would have been spectacular. <laughs> I just have one more thing to say. Sure. That would have been spectacular. That would have been, been the best. <laughs> he I, does say, by the way, that he has uh, plans to keep going as Paul Flart. I mean, now that he's famous, you know, he's famous forever. But mm-hmm. imagine, she, he moved down there to take care of his mother, right? Right. Yes. Mom, listen. I lost my job. Why? <laughs> I recorded myself farting. What? Can you imagine that conversation? (laughs) We're going to keep making content. Mm -hmm. We can do Paul Florida on vacation, you know, throw in like a Hawaiian shirt or a hat of some sort and then just go around Florida farting. We're going to keep going, he says. He also has a Patreon page where people are donating to him to, quote, facilitate his goal of surviving on farts and being able to continue making the content that makes all of you so joyous and happy. I think you guys know what I'm thinking, and that is Paul Flart 2020. Agreed. Right? Right? Right. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie's here with What's Happening on a Monday. Well, a Houston Astros pitcher, Justin Verlander, we all know him. Sure. I mean, he's a great pitcher. He'll always be a tiger to me, by the way. Yeah, he really is, but I mean... He's pretty good with being traded to the Astros and winning a World Series last Uh year. So he tweeted out a photo of a pretty insane restaurant receipt. He went to the Beverly Hills Hotel's Cabana Cafe, and he had everything from, you know, cranberry juice, 10 bucks, latte, 9 bucks. Typical prices for a hotel, especially one in Beverly Hills. But the charge... That was $1 million. I'm sorry? $1 million. That was his bill? 
Well, that was just one of the charges on it. This one, it didn't say latte, didn't say pancakes, didn't say that. It just said miscellaneous Dodger killer fee. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Nice. That's a sense of humor. Yeah, someone at that Cabana Cafe has a good sense of humor. That's awesome. Put that on the bill. And then, of course, the taxes on that meal. Just under $100,000 with all of that. By the way, um, most people, though, are really... Uh, people were very concerned about this bill. Not understanding the joke and how great it was. They were like, $42 for a salad? They're missing the million-dollar part? missing <laughs> the point of this. That somebody was very funny and decided to do this. And it was... That's awesome. Adorable. I uh, I agree with you. They're missing the point. But mm-hmm. let's not forget that they're $28 pancakes. That oh, is no. insane. No, they're $30 pancakes. Oh, $30 being, pancakes. Don't be ridiculous. $30. Well, you've eaten at a hotel. They jack the prices up so ridiculously. And then add that that hotel is in Beverly Hills Hotel. Yeah, that's yeah. true. By the way, he had a real good sense of humor about it. And mm-hmm. then he went on to have another dominating pitching performance and yeah. beat the Angels on Saturday night. So, Justin, yeah. everything's still coming up, Justin Berlander, even with the million buck charge. And he's married to Kate Upton. Sure. I mean, there's that. So things are okay. But he wrote, Beverly Hills Hotel really making me pay for that World Series win. Thanks for the great <laughs> lunch, as always. Well, word came out today that that lunch was comped. So after all that, he didn't pay anything. Come on. That's how rich people stay so rich. That's crazy. They are not paying for Jack, right? So everybody else is like, oh, $30 pancakes. That's ridiculous. And he's like, I'm not even paying for it. That's insane. (laughs) Exactly. But I do kind of want to try that $42 salad. It's got to be great lettuce, Mm, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it better have gold on it. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So we all know that Ryan Reynolds is incredibly funny. Yes. And incredibly good at social media, right? Agreed. His tweets are hysterical. Well, his wife, Blake Lively, also pretty damn good. So they go back and forth with each other, which I enjoy watching online because you never you never know what's going to happen with those two. But she got some fashion feedback on Instagram. She posted herself wearing I'll just say a very colorful plaid suit. And she copped to it. She's like, listen, picnic anyone? I'll bring the tablecloth. (laughs) So she posts that. And then one user, his name is Gabe Luna, said, I say this with so much love and respect for you, babe. Please hire a stylist or fire the one you're currently with. So she sees this and she responds, thank you for the tip, sir. Alas, I've tried to fire Blake Lively so many times. But that bitch just keeps coming back. She won't leave me alone. <laughs> That's awesome. Alluding to the fact that she's her own stylist. She dressed herself. Maybe don't. Uh, she already made fun of herself. Right. There's no need to pile on. She got that out of the way. I just love those two. They are great. And she's she's uh, never looked bad in anything she's ever worn. Ever. She could literally wear a tablecloth and we'd be like, how do I get that? <laughs> Where's it being sold at? That movie that's coming out with her. And uh, Anna Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And every time I do this, because I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. Do you know the name of it? I don't. You should write it down. I should write it down. That movie. Mm-hmm. Looks super scary. Looks so good. A simple favor. That's it. <gasps> oh, my God. You don't know what happened. Like, does she does she just off herself? Does she get kidnapped? What happens? And Anna Kendrick's like, oh, I just wanted a friend that was pretty. And Blake Lively's like, <laughs> nope. And then her son's like, I just saw my mom. And everyone's like, what? She's gone. <gasps> Can't wait.
I think my uh, my new boyfriend Henry Golding from Crazy Rich Asians is in that. Too. He is indeed. Yeah. And it's a Paul Feig movie, so we need to get him in here. All right. Yeah. It's, it's a thriller. Everything. Love him. Got everything. Thriller. I'm in. Can I sell you on it? I'm, I'm already saying we've, yes. We've okay. already said yes. I don't All know right. how much yes you need, but. All the yes. Okay, yes. All the yes. Appreciate it. Some birthdays for you. Aaron Paul, Tony Canal, Sarah Chalk, and Paul Rubens. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Thanks, Pee Wee. That's what's happening. It's Kevin and BJ Rock Caracule. I'm sorry to keep obsessing over something here, but Matthew Perry wasn't a dick. Kevin was. That's, yeah. that's the conclusion that we came to visiting that tape again. <sighs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it, just, is. it was in my mind 100% that he couldn't have been more of a dick. Yeah. So it's it, it makes me not trust my memory on anything anymore. Well, that's, I, that's my bad. It's such a hold over all of us. We all believed it. We were here, and we believed it. We were a part of that. Yep. And by the way, uh, you know, we started the uh, started thinking that maybe Kevin has a cult leader powers. Cult more leader? Than, more than one mm-hmm. lister has said that you have single-handedly gotten people to let them their gas tanks run to empty. <laughs> oh, Just you're by in the, the power of, big of your gasoline. words. You are. Yes. And I stopped talking about that two years ago. Oh, there was, man. There was no zero club before Kevin started saying, Such a good pay point. attention, you're getting very sleepy. I never said it Don't that way. stop in and fill up your gas tank. It's better if it gets to zero. I used reverse psychology. I said, don't do this. This is a terrible way to live. Well, whatever tactics ever, you have, right, man, it works. You, you are definitely a cult leader. And <laughs> I'm gonna still be very, I'm going to start really paying attention from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be a great cult leader. Well, you are, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's talk about uh, you never made it to your first day on the job. I love this. Now, we have talked about you were fired the first day, but this is you didn't even get there. Mm -hmm. And it started with a story of a girl that was an intern at NASA. And she she sort of celebrated, perhaps in the wrong way. A woman reportedly lost out on an internship with NASA over her expletive-filled tweets about nabbing the position. Screenshots of the now-deleted tweets obtained by BuzzFeed News show the user, identified as Naomi H., writing, Everyone shut the f*** up. I got accepted for a NASA internship. Homer Hickman, a former NASA engineer whose 1998 memoir Rocket Boys inspired the movie October Sky, noted her language, leading to an even more vulgar response from Naomi and with I'm working at NASA. To okay, which Hickam right responded. There. So all Homer Hickam did, and by mm-hmm. the way, I didn't know he was the October uh, Skies guy. That's awesome. All he did was write language. <laughs> yes. No, because that was a great movie. All he did was write language, okay? So she doubles down, and what they don't say in this news report is she says, suck my blank and blank, mm-hmm. neither of which she has, by the way. Right. I'm working at NASA. So she is just throwing her hands in the air like she just don't care at this point, right? She just wants everybody to be on board with how excited she is about working for NASA. Right. All right. So Homer, then, now she has no idea who Homer Hickam is. She just thinks he's some you know, some old guy who's upset that she's Policing used the her language. Policing right? her language on Twitter, right. So I guess this is the, probably the point in the story where we find, she finds out who Homer is. To which Hickam responded, and I am on the National Space Council that oversees NASA. According to Newsweek in a post on his blog that also appears to have been deleted, Hickam said he learned that the woman had lost her offer for an internship with NASA. He reportedly noted that he was simply concerned her use of the F word could get her into trouble and didn't call for her to lose the internship. All right, so we didn't know that. 
And then it goes on. Instead, Newsweek says Hickam explained that some of the unkind messages sent to him included the NASA hashtag drawing the agency's attention. Naomi made her tweets private and BuzzFeed reports Hickam's post states that they've both since apologized to one another. That's sweet. Explaining that he's hoping to secure her a position in the aerospace industry that's better than the one she lost. He reportedly added, I have also talked to the folks that had to do with her internship and made absolutely certain that there will be no black mark on her record. Wait. That turned turned Wait, hard, didn't it? Why that took a hard you, left. Why do you reward <laughs> Naomi, who clearly is clueless, has no idea how to be an adult professional working at a place like NASA? NASA. Suck my blank and blank is yeah. what she's writing in, right. in, in conjunction with her getting a, an internship I assume there. she just meant that to be funny, though. Yeah. And I think this guy, Homer... Mm-hmm. felt guilty like maybe yeah. he was the reason she didn't get the internship and maybe he didn't want it to go that far. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Gonna... He got he got the Twitter mob on him because apparently Naomi is a furry and all the furries oh. came after him. So he has since deactivated his Twitter. You do not want to fight the furries. <laughs> There's so no. many levels to this story. <laughs> there really are. You do not want to fight. I don't think he's a villain at all in this story. He was trying to be helpful to her to say, hey, you're not being professional. And this reflects poorly on NASA, an agency that he clearly feels a lot for. But I also don't like the fact that he's now trying to get her a better job because I don't think that she deserves odd. that either. That is odd. But so, the topic like is it. the topic is not whether Bean likes it or not. The topic is you never made it to your first day. You were hired. You had the job. Mm-hmm. But you something happened in between where you actually didn't start that job. Okay. <laughs> and we have one of those. Dave, yeah. the King of Mexico is in here. Yeah, it wasn't me. It was uh, a production guy by the name of Ed. He w- he worked here for a couple of years and then went off and did his own thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you guys gave him a second chance to come back and work here. And on the he morning... Had a, he had a little bit of a drinking problem, mm-hmm. if I recall some, some, He had some issues. But the morning he was supposed to come in at 5 a.m. His first day. His first day, we receive an Afro call, and it says, Guys, I thank you for the opportunity, but I'm just not going to be able to make it in. Sorry. On the Afro line. On the Afro line. That is a weird place to not not to your resignation. Yeah, not to the producer, not to anybody. Just the Afro line. And like you don't check that every day. So yeah, we just happen to be checking it. Unbelievable. That's weird. And now we have Omar. Thanks. Uh, All right. Yay. Thank God. So 1-800-520-1067. I don't think we've ever done this topic before. It'll be interesting to hear what we get. But you were hired for a job and never started your first day. Now, as we as we wait for people to call, what about people who quit that job, Kevin, because they, in the meantime, before they started, after they got hired, they got a better job? I mean, I think we'll accept those, too, but they're not the funniest ones that we're they're looking the, for. Yeah, those guys are ones. dicks. We're looking for you made a misstep, and so you didn't even get to day one, because that's right. funnier. 1-800-520-1067. What say you? Give us a call. We'll talk to you next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Let's take one call. Let's make it Rudy from Los Angeles. Hey, Rudy. Hey, what's up, Kevin and Bean? How you doing? We are good. We appreciate you calling. The topic today is you got hired, but you did not make it to your first day at the new job. What happened? Yes, that's correct. A friend of mine hooked me up at a moving company, and I went with him to the job. He told me, wait outside in the front because the owner wasn't there yet. So as I was waiting outside, my friend and one of the other workers got into an argument, and then they started a fist fight. So I jumped <laughs> in on the fight, and another guy jumped in on the fight, and it turned into a big brawl. And while we were fighting, the owner oh, pulls no. up and fires all four of us. <gasps> that's on the spot. that's oh, awesome. Man. That's <laughs> awesome. I never even there got yet, and you got fired. It over before it started, it was over. <laughs> That's that, awesome. You know what? That story is so much better than getting that job, my friend. <laughs> Assistant producer Christine, who's helping field these uh, calls on getting fired before your first day of work after you've already been hired, points out that they're all dudes. <laughs> I mean, we could have Every one of them. Yeah. Uh, this one texting in, it's Dylan from Topanga, 310. My good uh, buddy pulled some strings and got me a job at his dad's car wash. The day before I was supposed to go to training, I got super drunk, and I slept through the training. They called me about two hours after I was supposed to be there, and they said... Don't show up. <laughs> we don't need you. Slept through the training. Slept through the training. I felt like a real idiot. Well, you'll never recover from not getting that car wash job, dude. <laughs> All right. 1-800-520-1067. We got some good ones here. How about, um, how, about tra- how about Ted? Let's go to Ted in Hollywood, please. Line six. I'm sorry. There was a lot to absorb up there on the screen. Hey, Ted. Hi. How you doing? Very well. Thank you. We're talking about you lost your job before the first day you even started. Yes. Uh all right, so I was hired. I show up a half an hour before my first shift to fill out some paperwork. My boss is just sitting there with me, shooting a, shooting it, and um, just randomly asked me, uh, have I ever said anything inappropriate but been getting in trouble for it? So I said, yeah. Lady online, breastfeeding. I asked her if she wanted her latte with vitamin double D milk. Hold on, so wait, hold on a sec. So hold on. You- Wait, so you you volunteered this thing that you said to the woman who was hiring you for the job? Oh, it, it was a dude interviewing me, but okay. yeah, yeah, I just but volunteered why? it open. Why? When he well, said, um, did you ever say anything inappropriate and not get in trouble for it, why didn't you just say no? It sounded to me like the guy that was hiring him was just having conversation. Why? Why would I he? I was really proud of that joke. I thought it was really <laughs> clever. <laughs> you wanted credit for that. <laughs> the pay, the pay is not incredible, so I figured the worst case scenario, I'd get a new job. So he heard that and said, "I'm sorry, you're not what we're looking for," and he fired you. Yeah, but he, he said I was like, uh, he called me some names, asked me if I was autistic. What? Oh my God. <laughs> I told him to, to suck both my D's. All right. Okay. Wow. All right. Both well, of them. You. It sounds like you wouldn't, you wouldn't have been a good fit at that company anyway. <laughs> but thank you, Ted. We appreciate your calling. In any All company, right. really. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try um, a, a Rick and Tustin, line seven. This one, I, I hate to peek early here, but this one might be my favorite so far. Hey, Rick. 
Hey, how are you? We are good, thank you. You were fired before you got to your first day. Yes, so uh, I, I got a job interview on 9-11, the 9-11. Mm-hmm. I got hired. I went home. I did my stuff. I, I was working on a paper for school. My ex-Mexican girlfriend came over to my house. Wait, how come she's not Mexican? She's no longer a Mexican? Oh, uh, well, I mean, she's no, my ex-girlfriend. Okay, got it. Got it. So, okay. But she came to my house, wanted to talk to me, wanted to take me to school. I was working on a paper. And she put a knife to her own head. And what? I had to tell her to put her the knife down. You're too beautiful, you know? And she put the knife down, ran over, called 911 from my parents' house line, took off to OCC so she could be in class. And the cops came to my door, started asking me questions, didn't let me have another chance, took me to jail, and I didn't get to go to work. Okay. So Nothing about this story makes sucked. sense. I... I feel like there's a lot of pieces missing here. Yeah, I do too. And I think you should probably still be in jail. <laughs> I know it's been a long time. I know it's been you know, 17 years, but I feel like they let you out too soon. Thank you for the call, though. I, mean, I, she I dodged like, a bullet, right? Right. I'd like to rescind that it's going to be my favorite, by the way. All right. You uh, always do that. You always pick the worst. <laughs> I certainly do. Oh, hello. <laughs> how about Travis Line 4 up next to the Kevin Beach? And he's calling us from Long Beach this morning. Hey, Travis. Yeah, hey, what's going on? So uh, I actually got a job at, at, like, a commercial decorating place for holiday lights and signs and things. So I, I got hired with my two friends, but I made the mistake of telling them that I know how to do vinyl work. So I didn't get to work with my two buddies. So when I go through the place, I tell them my last name is Garland. And what do they use at this place all day, every day? Mm. Garland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, my God. There was 20 people all screaming my name, Garland. I'm like, all right, I'm 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 not doing this. I just never showed up. Didn't even show up the he next day. He was so annoyed. He was, was name-shamed. Yeah. He wasn't oh, yeah. name-shamed. He, he, just, he just had it on himself. Yeah. Right? They I mean, weren't saying Garland to make fun of you. They were just talking no, about what they were what, using. But how annoying is that? If you're going to hear, if you know you're going to hear that every day you go to work, that your last name is Garland, and people are going to never forget that. I I don't blame oh, you for never. not wanting to be a part of that. Mm. Yeah, I the worst it. part is I wouldn't even got to like smoke weed on the roof with my friends. Right, I'd have been stuck in a building. <laughs> that is the worst part. All right, <laughs> that is the worst part. <laughs> All right, do we have time for one more, Kevin? Why sure. don't you pick? Uh, let's do Billy. All right, hi Billy. Hey, how you doing, guys? We're doing well. Thank you. You? I'm doing great. So um, the job I never got to go to, on Friday, I interviewed at a company that you know cold calls people for help uh, overturning their mortgages. Mm-hmm. And they told me, all right, you're hired. I think they hired everybody that walked in, but you're hired. You'll start on Monday. But we're switching offices, and we'll call you on Sunday night. And we'll tell you the address of where to go on Monday morning. So, okay, <laughs> that's that's already, sketchy at all. That's already way shaky. <laughs> right. All right. So I say, okay, okay, that's fine. Uh, Sunday night, I I do get the call, but I missed it. Uh, I just my phone wasn't on me. When I try to call the number back, it goes straight to like a generic voicemail type system. The only info on email was info at the company. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so I could never find out where to go Monday morning. I just I, I had no idea where to go. Uh, so I just never showed up. Felt pretty How bad about, about it. Did it occur to I you that maybe it. it was the whole thing was a scam? Because that's yeah, well, super Googled, shaky to say. This, this is a company on, on, on Mid Wilshire in Los Angeles and it's in a weird uh, building. I Google them about a week later. It was probably a week. And find out that the Better Business Bureau had, had locked down on a couple of companies um, 
and one of them was my, my the company I had interviewed for. Ah, so I guess everyone that? lost their job after that. Well, you could have gotten severance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the only thought ahead. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. What's going on? Well, I, first of all, would like to talk to our music coordinator here at K Rock, Jessica, because she was one of the very lucky to see, oh, just a little band called the Foo Fighters. Yeah. What? In the parking lot of the Palladium yesterday, what? under the name, of course, the Holy S's. I thought they could play a bigger venue than that by now. They Aren't should they be popular? Able to. Yeah. Turns out they can. Yeah. Mm. Jessica, what happened yesterday? Hi, Allie. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Like, I'm still, I feel like I'm dead. I <laughs> you feel like you're dead. I feel like I'm dead. Dave Grohl murdered me with his songs. So it was um, supposed to be a Cal Jam pop-up. A lot of people were going there because they had released new tickets. You could go and buy them there. But also, Chevy Metal was going to be playing, as well as this band, The Holy S's, that a lot of people knew was the Foo Fighters, but I don't think enough people knew. Mm-hmm. So what happened? Yeah, there were only like a couple hundred people there, and Chevy Metal, Taylor Hawkins' cover band, was on. And one by one, he was like, oh, look at that. Chris Shiflett is here. Let's bring him on stage. Oh, hey, Pat Smear. And then within minutes, like, you were just watching Foo Fighters. That's unbelievable. Awesome. Very cool. And there were uh, only yeah. a couple of hundred people there. Yeah, and it was in the parking lot, and they did all deep cuts, like Give Me Stitches and Hey Johnny Park, and then they closed with Everlong. I feel like, oh, just talking about it, I can't even take it. I wow. can't even take it. <laughs> yeah, they and- did Watershed, Give Me Stitches, Weenie Beanie, Low, Hey Johnny Park, like, deep, deep cuts. Yeah. Um, yeah. What what kind of, I love uh, Chevy Metal, by the way, I love Taylor's band. What, what kind of stuff was he doing? Is it still like Thin Lizzy and Blue Oyster Colt and all the, all the greats? Yeah, he actually brought out Roger Taylor, and they did Under Pressure. Oh, the Queen Roger Taylor, not the Duran Duran Roger Taylor. Oh, Jesus, Bean. <laughs> well, there's two famous musicians named Roger Taylor. Just clarification, oh, Jessica. Jesus, Bean. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so the they, one from Queen. So the one from Queen. Under Pressure. Okay, so they just kind of sprung this on people on social media that, uh, that said, hey, this is going down at the Palladium, get there now. And then the next thing you know, it was, it was on and gone, right? Pretty much, yeah. You show up for a cover band and you end up with Foo Fighters. I was so bummed. I found I saw all of that later. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah. No heads up, well, Jessica? You're on top of it, Kevin. Come on now. Oh, wow. She's wow. bringing it for both of us. All of us. <laughs> I feel like Jessica used to work on this show and left with a lot of resentment. She was an intern, <laughs> yes. And now she's yeah, a I'm music still, coordinator. Yeah. I'm still a little traumatized. Yeah, it sounds like she never forgave us. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for jumping on and letting <laughs> us know. I'm glad you had a good time, Jessica. We appreciate it. Awesome, thanks, guys. All right, bye now. Okay, bye-bye. Wow, that was that was scalding, you guys. <laughs> I liked We're it. We're just trying to have fun. She's awesome. I liked it a lot. Me too. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, that's your that's your update. And, of course, Cal Jam happening October 6th in San Bernardino, California, at Glen Helen Park and Festival Grounds. Lineup including not only Foo Fighters, but Iggy Pop, Garbage, Tenacious D, Silver Sun Pickups, Greta Van Fleet, Manchester Orchestra. Wow. That's a show. Yeah, it's That's a, great a great show. show. I mean, they aren't joking around with that. Well, this is very interesting. Remember when we found out that the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences, were going to be adding that best popular film category yes. to the Oscars? Uh, yeah, yes. in 2019. That Seem seemed lame. to be most people's reaction. Film purists were in a complete very tizzy. Lame. 
very upset. Well, but the truth is, if a if a movie is popular, it almost there are exceptions, but it almost never gets nominated. It seems that way, and that's for bizarre. Sure. Yeah. Well, Black Panther, a box office and critical success, seemed primed to win that category. But Marvel apparently wants no part of it. So for the first time ever, the studio has hired a veteran Oscar strategist to lead Black Panther's campaign for Best Picture. Good. And they're giving the film a significant award season budget. All right. So, good. all right. Yeah. Has there ever been a superhero movie that won an Oscar? No. No. Never has. There's never even been a superhero movie that's nominated. been nominated for wow. any of the major This categories. certainly should. Yeah. But Black me, Panther was truly great. It was great. And a lot of people could argue it was the best movie of the year. But let me just say what's going to happen because of this stupid new Academy policy is that people who might have considered voting for Black Panther for Best Picture will now say, you know what? I can vote for it for Best Popular Picture. That mm. way it wins a big award. And then I can vote for this other movie over here for Best Picture. That's and you that's think it's gonna still going to hurt. Absolutely. This type of movie. But again, Absolutely. this type of kid, movie. It's the kids' table. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Sad. Yeah, it's it real is. sad, guys. Speaking of uh, sad, butthole eyes, right? Who's with me? You have butthole eyes? I uh, am not with you. Yeah, I didn't know what this was On until that. Barstool Sports posted an article saying that Pete Davidson has butthole eyes. They then explain what butthole eyes are. The area around your b-hole tends to be a little discolored, a little thinner. And they're saying that Pete Davidson, he has, you know, the dark circles under his eyes, thin underneath. Hence, Pete Davidson has butthole eyes. Mm, Well, that did not sit well with Pete Davidson's fiance, who said, y'all do know this man has an autoimmune disease, right? Like, you do understand what you're doing when you do this, right? Just want to make sure. So she was alerting Barstool Sports to the fact that he has Crohn's disease. So maybe don't make fun of his appearance. Well, then that opened up everybody who apparently is a doctor that follows <laughs> Barstool Sports to then say, that's not what butthole eyes are caused from. It's from dehydration. It's all these different things. So it just kept going back and forth, back and forth. All I know now is I always thought it was just a dark circles. Now I know to call that look butthole eyes. Mm-hmm. Is that good? I think we've learned something today. By the way, um, if the Crohn's disease does not have anything to do with the butthole eyes, it really mm-hmm. was a fail on Ariana, who was trying to try to you know stick up for her man. Well, Ariana Grande. It also Ariana. just shows. I'm not going to say her last name anymore. <laughs> I don't want to wave you I'm just going to call her Ariana. It shows that she's you know ready to go to bat for her dude. Sure. Yeah, she's trying. And trust me, those barstool sports people. <sighs> It's like it's like when the furries come after you. Oh, yeah. You do not want it. You don't want that. Those okay. barstool sports people are they're a lot. Yeah. But then you've got the Ariana Ernators. What are they called? Her fans? The Grandies. Nope. Kevin? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a lot. It's a lot back and forth. Yeah. Butthole eyes though. That's now a thing. That's the takeaway. And uh let's just remember that. I want to uh, give a uh, correction to our uh, conversation about the comic book movies. A uh, frequent Kevin Bean contributor and listener, Vic, writes in to remind us that there were nominations around Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight. Okay, of course. Good. Oh. Heath Ledger, remember, got nominated yeah. for an acting Right. Role. Okay, good. And that, I think, may have even been nominated for Best Picture that year, which was certainly a rarity. So, thank you, Vic. We've been wrong a lot today. We, we have been, Like, yeah. more so than usual. I mean, really, still- though? 
more than usual? Yeah, probably not. See, I was even wrong about that. <laughs> Some birthdays for you. It's by far my favorite of all of Kevin's impressions. Caesar Milan. Nice. Aaron Paul. Well, no, it's not my favorite because I still love. Oh. I still love Alf. Go ahead. Nope. Yep. Go That's ahead. It's not his birthday. Just do Keep it. Keep going. Just do it. No problem. <laughs> Aaron Paul, Serge Salt, Tony Canal, and Paul Rubens. I'm trying to use the phone. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Allie. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5 p.m. on K-Rock. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. Your parents are paying for something that you're not doing. Uh-oh. We're going to talk to you on the show tomorrow. We also have animal stories tomorrow. Uh, the world's worst bride. Oh, oh she's awful. Oh, <gasps> put her down. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Petros Papadakis talks USC and UCLA football. And we've got more tickets to Six Flags Magic Mountain tomorrow. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock KROQ. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.